There is nobody that can do you better than you. That's what we're going to talk about in today's episode of the Steve Freeman Podcast. You're listening to the Steve Freeman Podcast, the real raw truth about the pursuit of success in music, business, and life. Here's your host, hit songwriter, multi-platinum selling producer, and serial entrepreneur, Steve Freeman. Welcome back to another episode of the Steve Freeman Podcast. I am, of course, your host, Steve Freeman. It is good to have you here. Don't forget, while you're here, to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. And if you'd like to join my inner circle, all you have to do is visit thestevefreeman.com and sign up. It's absolutely teetotally free. Some really big stuff going to be happening over the next couple of weeks. If you want to make sure you know about it first, then all you have to do is join my inner circle at thestevefreeman.com. Com. All right, let's dive right in. Like I said at the top today, nobody can do you better than you. I get a lot of artists that uh, shoot me emails or DMs and want me to take a look at their music or take a listen to their music. And it never ceases to amaze me how similar most artists are. And I don't know if this is on purpose. I don't know if you have this mindset that if your music sounds like the music of a popular artist, that their fan base is going to automatically love your music or you think it gives you a leg up on the competition. I've talked about this several times before in YouTube videos and in podcasts before, but I think it's worth saying again, guys, there is nothing that can beat you being you. Instead of traveling on somebody else's lane, find your own lane. And if that lane doesn't exist, it's even better if you have to create it. Those of you that are in the business and active in the business, or even those of you that are wanting to get in the business, you know there is no shortage of people in this business that are willing to put you in a box. Whether it's, oh, you're a country artist, or you're a pop artist, or you're a rock artist, or they take something that you are trying to do different and cram it to fit in this box, or they want you to change. The reason that is, is because the major label system, for those of you that are chasing uh, that dream, the major label system only knows how to do things one way and pick from one box. They're not really good at creating something unique and promoting something unique. Even when you look at artists like Billie Eilish and Lady Gaga and Sia and some of the other artists that you would think are, you know, you would, you would look at and go, okay, that's a little strange. That's a little out there. That's different. That's unique. All of those artists started with a fundamental outside of the major label system. The major label saw that it was catching on, so they swoop in and they do what they do best, which is just shine a much brighter light on what that artist is already doing. One could argue that any of those artists would have been successful because of their art. Yes, major labels do bring something to the table as far as endless checkbooks that they can write and the persuasion and influence that they have over major media outlets and radio stations and, and newspapers and TV shows and things like that. Absolutely, that all matters. But at the end of the day, if they're not shining a spotlight on something that is new, something that is different, something that's fresh, 
most of the time, all of the other just gets lost in the fray. If you are a country music fan, you can turn on country radio right now and you can barely tell the difference from one artist to another. And it's almost this bandwagon thing, right? There was nobody like Florida Georgia Line until Florida Georgia Line. And then that was successful. So every label in town was searching for their own version of Florida Georgia Line. And that's where the whole bro country thing came from. You know, there was not a lot of rock influence in country music. And then all of a sudden, Jason Aldean comes around. And at that time, every record label was looking for something that sounded like Jason Aldean. The music industry, and especially the major label system, is very good at duplication. They're not very good at creation. That's why their new business model, if you will, is, is anti-artist development. Major labels don't do artist development anymore, as a matter of fact. What they do is they look down and they see the independent artists that are succeeding, the ones that are starting to break through. And then they come in and they sign those acts and they take those things over. They don't sign artists anymore and put the two, three, four, five years of developing into their career financially. They don't allocate that budget anymore for that. Now, some of them still do on a very small basis, but what you'll find most often is what happens in those situations is an artist does get signed and they've got, it's one and done. They've got one opportunity to put some music out and if something doesn't catch fire, then they're gone. Now, a lot of people would argue that if, if it doesn't catch on and, and it doesn't catch fire, and it, that's the label's fault. Because if the artist had the potential to fully promote themselves and, and fully get themselves out there and get themselves on radio and on MTV and uh, on The Tonight Show and, and was able to do all those things for themselves, then they wouldn't need the record label. And, and I think that's a very good point. I think that's true. But if you strip all of that away and you go back to the very beginning and where it all starts, those of you independent artists that are out there that are listening, you, I don't think that you realize what a powerful and an amazing situation that you have in front of you. Use that opportunity to find your lane. If it doesn't exist, then make it. I can promise you that that is going to be more attractive down the road to a major label than you being a Jason Aldean ripoff or a Brett Young ripoff or a Post Malone ripoff or just a carbon copy of another artist. Female artists in country music right now, to me, are the ones committing the, the cardinal sin in this area. You, you can't tell any of them apart. They all sound exactly the same. And the male artists are right there with them. I mean, there's a handful of artists right now that are out there that you can't tell the difference between them. You've got uh, Russell Dickerson. You've got, what are some of those other guys? Chris Lane. Um, you, you've got all these, Chase Rice. You've got, you can't tell the difference between any of them. They're basically just a carbon copy of one another. That's why if you'll also notice, sure, some of those guys are, I guess, what you would quote unquote call successful, but none of them are breaking out. There's too many of them that look exactly alike and sound exactly alike for them to break out. So that's what I'm saying in today's podcast. You do you. 
there's no there's no sense in the world why you as an artist would automatically from the get-go choose to put yourself in a box it's the worst possible thing that you could possibly do instead of sitting around trying to write a song like jason aldean's latest hit or dan and shay's latest hit or kelsey ballerini's latest hit instead of doing that why don't you try to come up with something on your own do something that is actually creative do something that can get some attention because if you look at the artists that are so similar to one another it's like i said a minute ago none of them stand out you can't tell any of them apart is is that the kind of career that you want or do you want the kind of career that people know when they hear something of yours they know that it's you and if you go back over time it's those artists the ones that you just you, it's it, you can almost tell who it is before the before they even start singing i know i can do you want to be one of those kind of artists i know that you think a lot of the time that the way to break through is to be familiar but i'm telling you that it's not every time i've taken an artist into uh, an A&R situation into a record label to try and get them signed. What's funny is looking over their, their track record and their history, they keep signing the exact kind of artists. But yet in every single meeting or follow-up meeting that I'll get from A&R, it, it, they, their feedback always includes something like, uh, we're really looking for something different. We're looking for something that we haven't heard before. We're looking for something that we haven't seen before. Yet they keep signing the same artist over and over and over again. I think part of that problem is, is that major labels have convinced themselves that they actually are creative. Now, one thing I will give them is they're great at business. The major label model, they have cornered the market and they know exactly what they're doing and believe it or not, they are making money hand over fist. So they've got that part of it down. And I'm, and I'm almost convinced that it's that self-esteem and that awareness of themselves has now put them into a position where they actually think that they're creative. They think that they can sign an artist that sounds just like another artist, but then put a little bit of a twist on it so that they can say it's different and it's unique. Unfortunately, it never works. That's why you start seeing a lot of ultra successful artists come from the independent artist ranks. They were creating something that the major labels didn't necessarily call cool or mainstream. If I've heard it once, I've heard this phrase a million times over the last 20 years. Oh, it's awesome. We absolutely love it. I mean, there's nothing like that. We don't have anything like that. And we want it. We want it really bad. We just, the only thing keep is we don't know what to do with it. I've heard that so many times, it's not even funny. And I know that a lot of you have probably heard that as well. And that's what keeps you afraid of trying to be unique, of trying to be yourself, of trying to actually create something instead of just be a replication or a duplication of something. The last time I had an A&R person tell me that phrase, I said, there, well, there's no 
there's no wonder why the music business is in the shape that it's in. Because you guys are supposed to know what to do with unique. You guys are supposed to know what to do with different. But they don't. Because they're really, really good at a funnel and a form and a step-by-step process for rinse and repeat. They're not really good at coming up with something creative. And I know at times it can almost sound like, well, if that's my goal, Steve, and I want to be signed to a major label, then I need to fit into their box. And I can understand why you would think that. But I'm telling you, if you will take the opportunity that you have right here in your hands and in front of you, and you will do something different, if you will look at the top 50 artists in any genre and create something that is unlike any of them, you're going to find an audience for that sound. You're going to find a fan base for that. And once you build that fan base, that's what's most attractive to the labels. See, that's where a lot of you get get misunderstood and, and it's it's kind of a misconception. Record labels do not sign anybody based on the music. They look at that artist, they see the potential for that artist in the music and where it could possibly go, but trust me, they are banking on selling the individual. So if you can match something amazing, something creative, something unique, and you go out and you do the hard work and you develop and build a fan base for what it is that you're doing that's so unique, what's going to be attractive to the label is going to be that audience. They could care less about you. They could care less about the music. They care and are in the business of selling music. And the only way they can sell that product is through you. If you bring purchasers to the party, they're going to be all over it. Same thing for songwriters. Guys, I know you guys are sitting in rooms day after day after day trying to write the next Keith Urban hit. And you're referencing all of the current songs right now, trying to ride the wave that is right now. Make the next wave. Stop trying to write a song like so-and-so's last hit because you think that's the direction they're going. Find the next thing. Be the next wave. And it is totally and 100% within your control to create that, to own that, and create something of value. Because for those of you that want a publishing deal, if you're a songwriter, those of you that want a, a record deal, especially if you want to be a part of a major label organization, what they are most interested in is the ability to sell product. So what you need to have are people that want and like your product ready to bring to the table. Again, I've said it a hundred times, creatives focus too much on the creative and not enough on the business side of it. And in the business side of it is developing and growing a fan base. It's so important. If you can prove to a record label that people want your product and there's a demand, you've created a demand, you already have a leg up on every other artist out there that may be 10 times more talented than you are, 
but they don't bring that fan base to the table. Think less about the creative and think about how to grow a demand. And I'm telling you, the quickest way to grow a demand is to create something that's not already there. We've already got Keith Urban. We've already got Post Malone. We've already got Taylor Swift. We've already got Carrie Underwood. We've already got all of those people. We don't need another one of them. What the music business needs is you. Because like I said, you can do you better than anybody else. Be original. Create the next wave for yourself. Guys, thank you for joining me for another episode of the Steve Freeman Podcast. While you're here, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast and become a member of my inner circle. And you can do that at thestevefreeman.com. Guys, until the next time, keep being creative, keep pressing the boundaries, and there's nothing wrong with being independent. See you in the next one. Thanks for joining us for the Steve Freeman Podcast. Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and follow Steve on social media at, at the Steve Freeman.